Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good afternoon, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is June 28th, but the time is about 4.30 p.m. Central Time. Redeeming PC has been conducting Zoom or conference for the past 11 years. So if you have any questions, please try to fill the Google Sheet. We will uh, try to answer as soon as possible. Um, if you're a newcomer, please let us know. Kartik, Kartik, Ramya, Ramya. Yes, this is Ramya. Hello. Yeah, just okay. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll come back to Ramya. She's busy. Why don't you go to the next person? No, I'm not. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, Ramya. Are you free right now? Yeah, I'm free. I have posted the question, so I'm waiting for your answer. I've recently moved to USA on H4. And mm-hmm. also, I have an H1B visa approved. Is it visa approved or only H1B approved? The visa approved means you have a stamping, though. No, H1B approved. Um. I would like to understand the process of changing status H4. And are you uh, you going to change to H1B with the same company that the H1B was approved or to any other company? With the same company. With the same company. Yeah, you need to provide your spouse's H1B pay stubs though, because uh, they need to look into whether or not your husband is in legal status or not. Okay. Okay. Uh, but did you come in? If it's only recently, that means that he only came in less than uh, like two months ago, you can mm-hmm. just file the H1B without the pay stubs. Okay. 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 okay then. Next person, please. Raghavendra. Raghavendra. Hi. Uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. So uh, I have uh, my priority date in 2012, uh, May, and recently, uh, two years back, I filed uh, for green card from company B, and mm-hmm. uh, they have filed it in, uh, I mean, the perm was applied with the intention of filing I-114 EB2, but mm-hmm. since the dates are currently, the filing uh, dates are currently in EB3, I want them, uh, attorney to file it in uh, EB3. Uh, so in the perm, they have given 10 plus years of experience. Uh, so they're asking for service letters. Uh, right now I have with the company well, we have. Well, well the priority date is current in EB3 and not in EB2. Right. Is that what you said to me? No, the question is on uh, number of years of experience that I, I will. Can... I will answer. I will answer that one later on, though. Okay. Okay. So, so you have the you, you previously have an EB three approval, is right? I have EB two approval from prior employer. 
you have an EB2 approval for employer employer. You file this labor certification so that you can get it. So you file adjustment of status with the previous employer. No, 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 no. So I have only reached until I-140 with the prior employer. So joined the company, uh, new company uh, five years back. So now they are applying for uh, EB2 green card again. So right now, perm approved two weeks back, uh, but now they are filing for I-140. Raghavendra, what were you doing? Because the card date <laughs> became current in October of 2020. Right now, we yeah. are in 2023. Right. Yeah, I uh, came here uh, uh, from 18 to 21. I was in India. So in 21 only, I came back. Only okay. after that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So they applied labor certification in EB2. But mm-hmm. Why would they put 10 years experience? Uh, because the intention of uh, initial uh, application was to file it in EB2. EB2 only requires five years experience. Yeah, uh, but I only had like uh, at that time three and a half years of experience in the current company. So they went for the prior uh, uh, okay, experience. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, what? Okay, so okay, go ahead with your question now. Yeah, so the prior company is dissolved in 2020. So I'm mm-hmm. unable to get a service letter for mm-hmm. EB3. If you are downgrading, do we need to even still give that whatever we mentioned yes. in labor certificate? Absolutely. Absolutely. You need to. Because if you are okay. telling the US worker requires 10 years experience, show me the 10 years experience. But there are alternatives, though. If you don't have experience letters, you can still file. You can still file the. You can still file the. You can still file the. Uh, you can. Uh, there are some alternatives if you don't have the company experience letters. Um, there is an article on immigrationgirl.com. I want you to go there and check it though. Okay. 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 There are a okay. couple of articles there. Okay. But the lawyer who did you, your application is not a good lawyer. Why would okay? you think that? Because uh, you don't need to document ten years there. I don't know why he did it. <laughs> yeah. If you only okay. require five years, you only go for five years. You go for 10 years, you're going overboard. Okay. 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 Just because you said you're a billionaire, I'm not going to document that I need a billionaire. I'm going to say I need a millionaire. Okay. Then you will fall into that category. Next person, please. Yeah. Thank you. Saheb Singh. Uh, hi. Am I audible? Yes, you are. Uh, so I actually recently lost my job and uh, I'm on H1. So I'm mm-hmm. planning to shift to B2. So I wanted to understand um, how long can I stay like while the adjudication from H1 to B2 is uh, pending. And uh, let's say it takes seven months and you know, I've stayed uh, all seven months in US and then it gets approved. So will I get another six months after that? No, or? no. You will only get six months. From the time so you will start the from the time you will start the application, you will only get six hmm. months. I see. So after six months, whether it's still even if it's still pending, I have to leave US. Mm-hmm. That's right. I you, see. If you want, okay. if you want more than six months, then you have right. to actually then you have to actually apply for the uh, uh, you have to apply for the. Uh, 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 you have to apply for the uh, another extension. 
And for that, I need to leave the country and come back, or can I do that within US? It's not advisable to apply through extensions, though. It's not advisable. I, so is it like sometimes it gets approved, sometimes it doesn't? It's not advisable. You need to have a consultation with a lawyer. Next person, please. Okay. Srinivas Coppola? For six months, B2 is good. Otherwise, you should not. Srinivas, go ahead. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I'm, I'm planning to switch my employer. So basically, my foreign adjustment of status filed with the same employer uh, in EB2 and EB3. Uh, priority date is uh, 2013 July. So now I'm planning mm -hmm. to switch employer with, it is a newly established company with uh, two or three employees. So mm -hmm. is that a good, uh, you suggest, uh, is there any impact uh, uh, switching to a different employer? Uh, Absolutely. Just because it has two or three employees, it's not a problem for you to switch. It may be a problem for H1B sometimes, but for the green card, it's definitely not a problem. Currently, I actually I'm uh, currently I'm on uh, EAD. Uh, I'm using EAD, and uh, if so, if the new company need to provide for forty five if I get any RFP, is that a good uh, enough uh, revenue with the two or three employees for the startup uh, that's company? Good. That's good enough. That's good enough. Uh, that is a question. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next person, please. Venkataraman. Hey. Um. So I have to. Uh, I've been laid question. off recently on H yeah. from the. Uh, uh, I am an H1B approved and I also have received stamping for it. My unemployment day started on 27th of this month. Okay, that's just two days ago or one day ago. I believe I have 60 days. Of course, you do. If I find a new job, will I get additional 60 days of unemployment? No. Between A and B, you're only allowed 60 days. No. Um, if I have... my, my question is, I mean, like, uh, if I find a if, new employer. If you find and... a new job and you start working for that company, yeah. And then you lose the job from that company. B, you will yes. get another 60 days, 60, 60 days, 60 days. So between yes. A and B, you get 60 days. Between B and okay. C, you get 60 days. Between C okay. and D, you get 60 days, and so on and so forth. Okay, got it. If I have and, to exit uh, the country, can I take a look for jobs and come back with new, or would I need a new stamping? Um, well, if you exit the country, you don't need a new stamping. You're good. Okay. Uh, so I can interview from there and uh, should I, uh, should the employer file a new petition, I can just bring that I-797 and come back to the country. You are absolutely. And when you enter into the country, you have to tell them you will be working for company B and not company A. And once you come into the country, you have to make sure the I-94 is reflecting according to the I-797 of the company B, not company A. Okay. Got what if I find a new job and uh, last few days, I will not get the petition on time before end of this day. Uh, then so, you may have to, then if, if you don't get the job within 60 days, mm -hmm. they, they may ask the pay steps and if they're not satisfied with it, then they will give you a H1B approval Then you, you have to leave the country and come back. Can I do change uh -huh. of status to B1, B2, look for a job and change back to the same? Yes, you can. Absolutely, you can. You can apply okay. for B1, B2, and then you get a job. You can move back to the H1. Next person, please. Mohit Upala. Yeah, hi. Uh, are you guys able to hear me? Yeah. 
Yes. Yes. So um, there is no H four premium processing as such. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I was talking to you on Monday, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we we talked about that January twenty fifth uh, lawsuit, right? Where uh, if if H one and H four. I know what the lawsuit if, is. What What is your question? So my my question is like um, in, in yesterday call I heard that uh, one of the um, lady was telling that they mo- they have moved the premium processing for H one H four H four EAD. but still they got the only the approval for h1 right mm-hmm. so if if that is a situation if if i land it into so then what would be the um, case uh, what what should be my options here uh, there are multiple options though depending on when the h4 is expiring when would the h4 be expiring will the h4 my, be expired or no, will the h4, h4 be is expiring expiring august later on? August second, H uh, four would be expiring. Okay, but the H one will be approved right now. H one, H one, and H four both is not approved. It went to Nebraska. I'm talking to my company to move it to premium processing, and they are um, ready to do it now. So I'm just so, thinking of yeah. Okay, yeah. Do it in premium processing. If it's approved, you're good. If not, there are ways where you can you can send your wife to Mexico. And come back, fly to Mexico, and come back. And if you do so, okay, if you do so, mm-hmm. uh, they there are there are ways to extend the I ninety four if they don't extend it. I want you to watch this me- video that I'm sending you, okay? Mm-hmm. So I need to send my wife to Mexico, um, like before second uh, August, right? Uh, you are absolutely right. So if you want to be Uh, you, if you want to protect yourself, though, you may want to get. You may want to have. Does she have a visa until like a second, or she does not? We don't have any valid stamp uh, in the passport. Then, but then she she needs a Mexican visa to go there. Watch this video. Okay. okay? The best thing is And, if if you mm-hmm. don't get the approval, though, contact us. Make a consultation at that time. That'll be easier. Okay. I will. We will guide you. There are ways to get it. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. get a Mexican visa. Okay. And Next and what about this. the Canadian one? Sorry. Does she have a Canadian visa? Yeah, she is a Canadian PR holder. Ah, then you don't have to worry about Mexican visa. She can go to okay. Mex. Uh, she can go to Canada. Next person, please. No. Deepthi, hi. Ah, uh, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Ah, uh, yes. So my um H one B grace period ends on July seventh. Um, I have an I twenty. Ah, with these ah. Uh, So the program start date is actually today, but the start of classes is from July third. So when do I need to file your status? Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't follow. Can you repeat the question again? Sorry. Yeah. So my 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 grace period ends on July seventh. Um, actually, mm-hmm. I I entered the details um in the sheet. So if you want to okay. get the dates, yeah, that, yeah, keep going. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh. uh but so the uh, or. the program start date is uh, june 28th which is today but the start of classes is from july 3rd um, so when do i need to file for my change of status do i have to do that today or by july 3rd or i would, I would want you to i want you to do it today online okay and then um, can i start taking classes while my cos is pending yes, uh, you, if, yes you can yes you can i can Okay. Yeah. And uh, so uh, there's another I twenty which, but the class started uh, classes start in September twenty twenty three. So can I? Uh, 
uh, you like can i go with that yeah, or, well, that's, uh, that's beyond that? beyond 60 that's beyond 60 days so go with the current yes. i120 i20 that you have okay uh but uh, do i need to start classes uh, or can i defer the admission to next term uh, which is better um you don't have you can apply for the you can apply for the uh, f1 right now with this one mm -hmm. and you can defer okay. the classes for the next semester the university okay, but will, i can also then give, the university will then give you a new i20 though okay yeah uh so i can do that but i can also take classes even if my grace period ends um yeah correct? it's up to you it will be your option okay. whether you want to take the classes or not once the f1 is approved okay. you are forced to take the classes okay got it uh thank you okay next person please hari hari yeah hi uh, good afternoon can you hear me yes Yeah, actually, I applied uh, my dad's i i five three nine online, and mm -hmm. uh, I got a fee where they are asking for uh, the financial uh, uh, proof, like uh, last three months uh, uh, bank statements with uh, um, what you call uh, the pay stubs. So they mentioned like a sponsor can provide, or it has to be from my dad's account. So mm -hmm. my question, uh, providing the uh, affidavit of support is a good option or uh, the providing the pay stubs and uh, uh, bank statements um, you, you don't have to you can provide the affidavit of support called i134 but you can just write a letter to the uscis indicating that you are willing to support and then show the pay stubs and bank statements yeah so uh, in the initial uh, uh, application i mentioned that, like uh, i'm going to support him but uh, the query came as like uh, so, uh, only the written document is not enough so they need it they need more proof that's yeah so i still want you to give the written document plus mm -hmm. give the pay stubs bank statements or any investment records okay sure thanks a lot yeah that's all my question is next person please apsia apsia hello can you hear me yes thank you uh so i got gc my family me and my husband got gc like few weeks back and on the same week my husband lost his job uh so mm -hmm. i want to switch my company looking for better prospects but uh, i've been hearing that we should wait for at least 6 uh, months before switching uh from the time we get the gc so who is your who is the main applicant you or your husband i am the main applicant okay no ma'am there is no no such rule as 6 months okay so i can switch whenever i want you whenever you want and you okay, can do whatever you. you want you can switch a, you can flip a burger at mcdonalds you can be a microsoft ceo or you can just sit down at home and do nothing okay it will not affect you, your citizenship next okay, person please that's mm -hmm. ram mopuram ram ram mopuram next person please sunaga sunaga rohit hello oh, yeah this is sunita hey, sunita let's speak with sunita first my mother in law medical expenses during visit to us and told this what what questions do you have on your mother in law yeah, medical so expenses? she came on a visitor visa in the month of october during her mm -hmm. stay she actually uh, slipped on the steps and she fell down so we went mm -hmm. to emergency and all those things uh, mm -hmm. so they are charging like 7000 dollars more 7700 and uh, mm -hmm. we actually took visitors insurance 
but they denied saying that it's a pre-existing condition like <laughs> osteoarthritis uh-huh. yeah okay. so now she left but what can we really? do like uh, how will you negotiate with them if you don't pay it it's not going to be a big problem you can negotiate them down to 1000 or something like that uh if not it's not going to cause any problem for you that's all i can tell you really immigration wise be- no it's not going to cause any problem for you okay because i remember that when she was coming somewhere we signed on a document like that's uh, you fine, know we are going i understand to- what you're telling it's not going to cause any problem okay, okay. next person please. okay thank you sir thank you thank you so much hi hi rahul um, my name is rahul so i i applied for my daughter's us passport they are minor and the passport is in progress can i travel to india with with the indian passport and their green card can can you travel or can they travel there's a difference i am i am also traveling with them now i have my so, us passport so the question is can your daughter travel is a question not with, whether you can travel is it right correct yeah i have no. my us passport no. and visa well, forget about you we're discussing about your daughter is it right right so let's only discuss about your daughter your daughter yeah. has the green card and us citizenship she doesn't have the us passport can she no, she doesn't have on... us citizenship also she doesn't have us citizenship also she didn't come for what ceremony because she is under 18 we didn't take her to the what ceremony ah see the point both your both parents are us citizens correct uh, recently, and we got passports uh, you both guys got passports not your children correct yes uh, it, the uh, application is in progress what application is in progress the passport application for my daughter no she should not travel i should not she travel should not. she should not you oh yeah yeah i mean my daughter yeah yeah okay your daughter okay. we're discussing about your daughter i told you ट्रांसफर Okay, sounds good. However, CBP officer gave her an entry for only until August. Do they have the contact CBP officer? Well, when did she came though? So she came in uh, last year, twenty about June twenty twenty two, after her visa. So stamping. so so she has a stamping until November two thousand twenty four. Is that right? Yes, she has validity. Yeah, visa I validity. Would, I would just have her send it to Mexico. Uh, what, what about the passport stamping? Uh, sorry, passport. When is it expiring? So passport is expiring twenty twenty five. Send it to Mexico and fly her back. That will be easier. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, uh, she is pregnant and she cannot travel now. So I came to know this because her uh, travel license was expiring. <laughs> When is she working right now? No, she is not working. Well, you can contact the CBP if they don't fix it. You can file the extension. Okay. 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 She can file the H four extension. Make it. Okay. You better do it before August, though. Don't contact yeah, yeah, yeah. us in September. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next person. Sure. Vahit. Hi, Rahul. Um, I just submitted a question, Rahul. Regarding this was uh, this is regarding the visitor visa of my mom. Like, uh, yeah. 
She left for India before the request. Third extension. Oh. So she was here in 2020, like uh, early 2020 in January. Ah. And then when the COVID started. So since uh, she was stayed like, in the last continuous where she was in USA for five years. Not now, only for two years. Like uh, her original, ex I mean, her stay was valid only for six months, like originally when she arrived, right? But then since the COVID, since COVID began, then at that time I applied first extension. And then even then the flights were still busy and it was so, risky for her. But, but, but did she got a denial of any of those things? Like after she left for India, like after the third extension, like she waited and then after she left for India, like after three, four months while she was in India, at that point, US, uh, USCIS started saying that the fingerprints were fade, uh, faded. So mm -hmm. she mm -hmm. needs to submit a police clearance certificate for the last uh, um, for the last five years, like wherever she mm -hmm. stayed. So it, uh, I tried to reach out to Fort Fort So answer, if it's been denied, though, that she has to apply for the visa stamping again. Okay, because okay. she has a valid visa. Yeah. No, but once the denial comes in, though, the visa becomes invalid. Visa becomes invalid. Okay. Yeah. Next person, please. Pratik. Um, I was unable to unmute. So, uh, you so did unmuted. Yes, yes. So uh, I received my H1B approval just yesterday, and uh, uh, I want to uh, file for uh, stamping appointment now for myself as well as for my spouse. So um, since it is, it becomes valid on October 1, can I visit India before October and then come back? Come back when? Uh, in October. I mean, if I get a date somewhere in October, can I visit, in, let's say, on 15 September and come back on October 30th? Absolutely, you can. Okay, okay. So it does not have any negative implications on my travel, right? No, no. If you are going and coming back after October 1st, I don't see any problem. Okay, okay. And for my, uh, I mean, uh, I can book directly a joint appointment for both of us, right? Yes. You're, you guys are married or you're not? Yes, I am married. Absolutely, you can. Okay, okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Next person, please. Rileka. Rileka. Hello. Hi. Uh, so I'm an H4. My and I need to put is updated by CBP office. My H4 extension is pending. Attorney file EAD today. Do we need to withdraw the H4 extension application? Will it cause in H4 EAD? So when you file the EAD, did you file H4 plus EAD or just EAD? So uh, the attorney filed H4 extension prior to this EAD application two two months back, but it was. Huh. Now, yeah. let me ask you the question again. When you filed the EAD, did yeah. you include it H4 along with it or it's a standalone EAD? It, it's a standalone EAD. Okay. But still, there's no need for you to withdraw the H4. Keep it. At the most, okay. they will deny it. Oh, because okay. sometimes what, ha what happens is that they will link your H4, which is pending. So it may cause a problem for you. So I would just leave it as it is. Okay, will this cause any delay in EAD application? Um, no, it won't. Absolutely, it won't. Okay, so I can leave it because my I-94 is updated by CBP office. So the attorney That's is asking. Now. Yeah, okay. Don't withdraw oh. it. Don't withdraw it. Next person, please. Swaroop. 
Uh, hi. Uh, uh, so I have uh, moved to India last year uh, and I've got my visa stamped and uh, my visa stamping is until August this year. August, yes. Okay. So then, you, uh, you got recently an H1B approved, right? Yes, yes. Recently I got I-797B approved and I got back to US. But I didn't show the new uh, petition at the immigration when I came to the US. So my I-94 still shows that uh, uh, this year's August 2023. Only you came or your wife came along with you? Both of us came. Well, go to Mexico and come back. Okay, I can't go to this uh, airport and do that same thing again? You can try if you want to. But okay. I don't know if they will do it or not. The easiest thing will be go have a Mexico, have a margarita and come back. Okay, I can just go and come, right? She need not come with me. She needs to go because when is her identity for expiring? Her name, she is like dependent, right? So That's not the question I asked you. What's I the question? I asked you, when is her I-94 expiring? August 2023 or November Yeah, August 2023. Yeah, August then she needs to fly with you. Oh, she needs to come with me. Okay. Or once you come back, she can extend it. That's up to you. But this needs to be done before August, so not after August. Right, right. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll do that right. Thank you. Uh, thank, thank you, you guys. Um, I'll take the last question. But before I, I take the last question, if you have any questions, you can make an appointment. My colleague is going to give a link to you guys. You can make an appointment and you can block a time for half an hour at any time you want to. My colleague is going to give a link to you right now. Um, go ahead, Karthik. Karthik? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, can you? When is your you wife's me, when is your wife's H four expiring? Uh, okay, sir. Like her identity is expiring on twenty four September. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the situation is uh, like uh, like I came to US last year, and my wife mm -hmm. came to US uh, uh, last March, and mm -hmm. uh, I filed an H one B transfer on March and got approved. I received my new I seven nine seven. Mm -hmm. The worst thing what happened is like me and my wife, we both lost our passports. Mm -hmm. So when I went to embassy, I applied my passport with the new I-797, but they requested that even my wife should have an I-797 under her name. So just confused like... But anyway, she has, she has the H4 I-94 until what time? September? Uh, 2024. She doesn't yeah. need to apply anything until September 2024. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um, uh, yeah, she, but but uh, she needs to apply before her identity for expire. Okay. Thank okay. you guys for coming so, so to like, the conference. Uh, yeah. Sure. Like, uh, will there be any problem if I, uh, like, I can apply for still I-539, right? For her? Uh, yeah. Did you change the company? Right yes, now? yes. I, I yeah, yeah, I I I change my employer. Yeah, you can still apply if you want to. You can still apply. If you okay, want to. okay, okay. But 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 like that's not mandatory, right? It's not mandatory until September two thousand twenty-four. Got it. Got it. Okay. So thank you. Okay then. Thank you then. Next person, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow uh, at eleven thirty. Tomorrow at eleven thirty. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites 
rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.